This Pride Month, Womanica is brought to you exclusively by Mercedes-Benz. Together, we're honoring people who've expanded the norms of gender and sexuality in the performing arts. Mercedes-Benz embraces the freedom of individual expression and continues to support and stand with the LGBTQIA community. Listen all month long as we share stories of proud individuals whose authentic expression in their lives and bodies of work have challenged norms, driving society forward. How does it feel to go from obscurity to fame? Tiring. Because like all those running around, you have to move from camera here, there. But the people are fabulous. I love them. Oh, they're so kind. Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm director and entertainer Raven Simone, and this is Womanica. I'm so excited to host this final week of Womanica's Pride Month with my wife, content creator and podcast host, Miranda Pierman Mayday, who you'll hear from tomorrow. This month, Womanica is highlighting queer stars of the stage and screen. Today's actress and transgender icon's impact spanned decades. Typically, pop artist Andy Warhol gave different artists and performers their 15 minutes of fame through his experimental films and avant-garde party scene. But this star's legacy persisted long after she first graced the screen. Please welcome Holly Woodlawn. Holly was born in 1946 in Puerto Rico. She lived there during her early years before moving with her family to Miami Beach, Florida. By the time she was 15, Holly was more interested in partying than finishing school. So, she left home and hitchhiked to New York City. And she adopted a new name, Holly, after Holly go lightly from the film Breakfast at Tiffany's. She wanted to be famous. When she first got to New York, she lived on the streets and struggled with drugs, but eventually some friends took her in. She started taking hormones and began working as a model at the clothing store Saks Fifth Avenue. She also met and fell in love with a man and lived as his wife for years. Holly never meant to be a Warhol superstar. She just fell into it after meeting the artist after a film screening at a studio known as The Factory. Holly gradually became a part of Warhol's famous entourage of actors, artists, and musicians. The clique was a fixture of the New York nightlife and art scene in the 1960s and 70s. Holly later told The Guardian, I was very happy when I gradually became a Warhol superstar. I felt like Elizabeth Taylor. Little did I realize not only would there be no money, but that your star would flicker for two seconds and that was it. But it was worth it. The drugs, the parties, it was fabulous. In 1970, Holly starred in the film Trash. She played a garbage picker with a boyfriend who's addicted to heroin. The duo tries to get on welfare and clean up their lives. The director was Warhol's manager, Paul Morrissey. He was known for presenting the storyline to actors just before filming, but Holly had a knack for improvisation. Her performance earned her the attention of Oscar-winning director George Cukor, who started a petition to have her included in the Best Actress category for that year's awards. Nothing came of it. Holly starred in Woman in Revolt in 1971, alongside fellow Warhol superstars and transgender actresses Candy Darling and Jackie Curtis. 
The film, also directed by Paul Morrissey and produced by Warhol, satires the woman's liberation movement. Though Warhol never spoke to Holly on set, she was a part of his orbit, and that made her a star. In 1972, Lou Reed wrote her story into the song Take a Walk on the Wild Side. Holly came from Miami, FLA. Stardom did not lead to financial success for Holly. Eventually, she moved back in with her family in Miami for several years before returning to New York and working as a club singer. In 1987, Andy Warhol died. Soon after that, Holly moved to Los Angeles and often spoke about him and the factory art scene in interviews. In 1991, Holly released an autobiography called A Low Life in High Heels. She continued working as a cabaret singer and actress in independent films throughout the 90s and 2000s. And in 2014, she appeared in a few episodes of the series Transparent. In June 2015, she was admitted to the hospital with an unknown illness. It turned out to be brain and liver cancer. Holly aspired to leave the world a safer place for queer and transgender people, as well as anyone else who has ever felt like an outsider. She passed away December 6, 2015, in Los Angeles. For her final wishes, her estate established the Hollywood Lawn Memorial Fund for Transgender Youth to help at-risk teens. All month long, we're highlighting queer stars of the stage and screen. For more information, find us on Facebook and Instagram at Womanica Podcast. Special thanks to creators Jenny and Liz Kaplan for inviting us to guest host. Talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>